Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the f-ing game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live. Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. It is Thursday night, March the 18th, 2021. We are still the podcast of the millennium. We got tons to talk about tonight, including the first ever Three Count Pandemic Awards. That's right. The pandemies are upon us. But make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. You'll find all of our social media, all of our merchandise over there at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. Our Patreon page, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Our collar and elbow brand deal. Get 10% off new merch today over there at collar and elbow. So get some of that fresh stuff. Get 10% off promo code three count. Also remember our home network for all things sports and GSC sports.com. And of course our secondary network. Yes, it is a new expanded partnership. Leap Sports and Music Network, LeapSports.com. That would be L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. That is the one. Ryan's still hibernating. Look, I mean the WrestleMania schedule, WrestleMania week schedule is is not gonna is not gonna get any lighter. If anything, they'll probably add stuff to it at this point. So it's not getting any lighter. He's still hibernating. Hopefully he'll he will wake up sometime before we get to WrestleMania week, but uh, we are glad you are joining us. Make sure you give it a like and a share here uh, for everyone that is joining us live. Scotty says the pandemies are better than the Slammies, the AEW awards, the Wrestling Observer. I agree. I, all of all of our awards are better than any other awards. That is a scientific fact. Um, and he still says, says we're still better than Bruce Pritchard. Charlie in here as well. So we, uh, we thank you all and we will uh, get to your comments as the show goes on. We appreciate that. Tim, how you doing? I'm great. So I, I actually heard from a representative of Ryan. Okay, um, he has been in hibernation. 
Um, but I found out that week one is the traditional nut collecting. So he okay. went out and, okay. and foraged and he sent out his friends and they all forged nuts. And now it is the sleep. It is the great slumber before WrestleMania. Um, it's because it's now it's it's nine straight days of wrestling. Yeah. If you count if you count the after WrestleMania and then the the alleged move to Tuesday for NXT, and then oh then uh, then AEW is Wednesday. So yeah. So well, yeah. Days. Yeah. It just keeps it keeps getting there, bigger and better. There's still no confirmation on the um on the NXT on Tuesday because I know like the NBC NHL deal discussions have kind of cooled off a bit so uh nothing uh nothing confirmed uh on that so so yeah it's it's at least nine days maybe 10 yeah maybe 11 going in scotty says ryan can sleep during the hall of fame no he can't because we're probably going to be live here during the hall of fame so uh but we will uh we will once we hammer out the details on our uh wrestlemania week schedule we'll get those out um, on our uh, on our social media, so um, we will definitely uh, let you guys know about that. Matt, how you doing? Doing all right. Um, we have a Southern Brew iced tea here tonight, Mark. Ooh. There's no lemon in this one. I'm sorry if that upsets you. Um, otherwise, doing all right. It's very sweet. Um, might give me early onset diabetes. We'll see, but I'll try to finish it. For all of you guys. It'll put the dye in diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Um, I had the Rudder's mint tea the uh the other day. That's a tasty one if, if you if you haven't had that one. Uh intern Mark. How you doing? Hi boys. Hi well, Mark. I gotta be honest with you. I can't sit here and pretend everything's okay anymore. I just can't do it. Oh no, wait, what's going on? After, after what happened with a big announcement just the other day from Hershey Park. I cannot sit here and pretend that I'm okay. What, wait, what the was hours were? What was the announcement? They, they announced the hours for the uh, the season for the uh, for the year, rather not necessarily the season for the year. And I'll tell you what's just as bogus as last year. Oh just no, no! The hours are bogus. Oh, eleven to seven, and then in the summer, mid June, eleven to eight. So what did they? What did it? What did they used to be like in the summer? They used to be open to like ten or something, right? They used to be. It would be uh, ten to ten. Now I'm okay with eleven a.m. open. We don't, you know, right? But they would be open till ten, and then on the weekends in June and July, it was eleven p.m. on the, just the weekends, and now they're closing at eight and seven. I it's don't necessarily. I, I don't necessarily get that. I don't necessarily get that. Like. I mean, be dark. Like, I mean, it's dark, and dark when it's not dark at all. It's bogus. And I mean, I get it. I like, I get you know, like the reasoning behind hour changes and stuff like that. They're they're trying to reduce crowds and things like that. But like, just reduce the number of people that you let into the park. Like, reduce the number of tickets. Like, it's not, um, you know, it's not <laughs> like. COVID isn't more transmissible after dark. <laughs> like, if you're going to be open, you're going to be open. Yes, Scotty says here he has about in California. Um, you know they're opening amusement parks, but you can't you can't scream on on rides. I'm like, yeah, okay. If 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 you 
if you can't scream on the ride, maybe maybe you you should just say it's probably not safe to be open. Like, how do you like how are you how are you going to stop from screaming on a ride? Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't know. I wouldn't have to worry about it because I don't go on roller coasters anyway. That's so, right. So it wouldn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. The only time I went on one, I did scream the whole time, like a guttural scream. Like it wasn't even like a high pitched scream. It was like it was. Something something came out of me in that on that roller coaster. Um, Ryan Ryan tells the story great. So once Ryan wakes up and jo- rejoins us one of these times, you'll have to hear him tell the story of me on the Wildcat at uh, at Hershey Park. But um, it never gets old. That's a great story. <laughs> it is a great story. But uh, let's get into it here. We have, of course, our uh, Big Jim. How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm actually story. I'm doing I'm doing really good this week. This for some reason this week has just has just felt really good. Um, actually feeling pretty positive about things. So, um, so we're having, we're having a good week. We're having a good week. So, um, so Pennsylvania is obviously different than Maryland mm-hmm. for your, um, your superpowers. Yes. So I know that Matt is fully powered. <laughs> well, how is, how is everyone else on their, uh, the, their, um, uh, getting superpowers i'm uh i'm scheduled early next week to get the first part of my powers nice yeah that that happened today so that that's a, that's a relieving feeling intern mark do you have any powers yet i i have no powers but i have family members who have powers uh that work directly with people that uh could potentially have illness so i'm grateful for that but i do not have any powers yet okay i'm powerless See, I have to wait, like, a while. Because you're too young, I would assume? Yes. So Maryland has, like, a, a, there's, like, a staging of, like, who can get it and when they can get it. And, like, and my grouping is the last grouping. So I'm probably a part of that. Every American 18 and over will be able to sign up schedule for Medi- schedule May- by May 1st, right? By May 1st. So I'm guessing it's not going to be until then. And that's scheduling. That's not necessarily actually getting an appointment yeah. either. Like that's like that's the thing, which I mean, either way, I mean, we're, we're moving. We are moving along well. Um, I mean, I did hear Mark. You should be fine. They say if you eat three stalks of Hodecker celery a week, then <laughs> nothing to worry about. Yeah, I've been eating three stalks of Hodecker celery most of my natural born life. I'm completely immune to almost everything. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think I think you're good then. I, I, you're you're immune from pretty much every every disease known to man. Um, so so you're doing fine. Also, that's not a scientific fact. Eating celery of any kind is not going to make you immune, well, so don't don't totally believe that. Just, just hoedeckers. Just hoedeckers. Got to be hoedeckers. or nothing. To give full perspective, we're in phase one C, and there's three phases of phase two, and then I'm in phase three. So phase. Yeah, so right now it's adults 65 to 74, uh-huh. essential workers. Phase 2A is Marylanders 60 and older. Jesus. Phase, phase 2B is Marylanders 16 plus 
with an underlying medical condition that increases the risk of severe COVID-19 illness. 2C is 55 and older and essential workers like construction, food services, utilities, financial, IT, and everything else. And then phase three Everybody is else. general pop. Damn. So, yeah, they're – wow. So, they're, they're – yeah, they're a lot different than – than uh, Pennsylvania is crazy. Uh, Tim, what about the uh, schools? Are they doing anything different? Is it cyber school in Maryland? Or are they, or do you know? I know you don't have kids, but yeah, I think that there's some that are gone back and some that aren't. I don't, I don't know for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's uh, let's jump into it here. We got our weekly segment. Looking at things that happened on March 18th in pro wrestling history, we have a few birthdays. The late Lance Russell was born today in 1926. Uh, the model Rick Martell, born in 1956, same age as my as my father, actually. Didn't know that. Uh, EC3 in 1983, and Vanessa born in 1985 ECW Extreme Warfare was held at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, PA in front of 1,100 fans. The show featured eight matches, saw the Sandman and Terry Funk defeat Cactus Jack and Shane Douglas in the main event. 1996, the Monday Night War continued with WCW's Monday Nitro's 3.6 rating beating WWF Monday Night Raw's 2.9 in the main event of the 28th Monday Nitro. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage defeated Kevin Sullivan and WCW World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair uh, to a double countout in a Texas Tornado uh, tag match. Uh, in the And then in the main event of the 150th edition of WWF Raw, then-champion Bret Hart pinned Tatanka with a roll-up after Tatanka bumped into the 1-2-3 kid who was on the apron. So it sounds like a real barn burner on both ends uh, on the Monday Night Wars. On this day. 2000 at a ECW on TNN taping in Salem, New Hampshire. ECW TV champion Super Crazy defeated Tajiri in a death match, ending their long-running feud. They would only face each other in a singles match on one other occasion in ECW in November of the year 2000. On this day. In 2001, WCW held their final pay-per-view event, Greed, from the Jacksonville Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville, Florida, in front of 5,030 fans. The tagline for the show was, It's all or nothing, baby. Uh, the show featured 10 matches, and in the main event, WCW World Heavyweight Champion Scott Steiner defeated Diamond Dallas Page by technical submission. On this day. 2006, Saturday night's main event returned to television after nearly 14 years. WWE held the show the 32nd edition of Saturday Night's main event at Kobo Arena in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, it aired on a one-hour tape delay. It got a 3.1 rating on NBC. It was the first Saturday Night's main event since October 27th, 1992, and the first on NBC since April 15th, 1991. On this day. Just one year ago in 2020, AEW presented their first Dynamite in the pandemic era from Jacksonville, Florida, and it featured, of course, the surprise debuts of Matt Hardy and Brody Lee. So those were the events that happened on this day. March the 18th in pro wrestling history. How about uh, that greed? <laughs> yeah, so two things. Uh, one, so the 150th episode of Raw mm -hmm. aired. 
What number do you all think we're on now? Oh, wow. Um, that was 1993, you said? No. It was 90... 1996. It was 96. So you figure there's 52 weeks a year. <laughs> and it's uh, that's what, 25 years later? That's a lot of that's a lot of weeks. Um, we know it's over. Th- uh, I'm gonna guess somewhere fourteen hundred. I'm gonna guess fifteen hundred and seven. Mock. I had fourteen hundred on the mind too, probably because of that stimmy. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, well, pull the price is right for fourteen hundred one. Ah, bastard. And you would win. The number is 1,449. Okay, wow. So literally this time next year, on the road to WrestleMania 38, will be Raw 1,500. Jeez. um, Also, of everything that WWE has already put onto Peacock, Get your feast your eyes. Effing WCW greed made the list, boys. I saw, I saw that. You can right. you can go and watch. Yeah, baby. Woo! Everything that they thought to put on there. There's three. <laughs> there's three years of SmackDown on here, but yet we've got WCW greed. Well, they knew that it happened, so it was it was appropriate. You have to put the historical events when they happen. Um, not only that, it's but not the, even uh, the full thing of SmackDown. <laughs> it's the tagline that sold the greed to the network. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. why they put it on. It's all or nothing. Um, back, back when the tagline really sold the show, right? Because yeah. they probably they probably got all of thirty-seven buys for that pay-per-view. Um, uh, Charlie, good. Charlie says here, big shout out. Speaking of WCW, big shout out to Eric Bischoff. Uh, on his long overdue, well-deserved Hall of Fame induction. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, the second announced inductee for this year's Hall of Fame. A lot of WCW love in this one. We got Miss Mona, Miss Madness going in. We got Eric Bischoff going in. Uh, I love to see it. Um, Yeah, it looks like Peacock is actually uploading stuff as we speak. Like, yeah, there's a um, there's a Twitter thread, and I, and I should have uh, I should have retweeted it, but I forgot to. But that that has been keeping watch on on what's getting uploaded and has been running a thread throughout the day of of things that have been uploaded. So uh, kudos to that guy. I just hate how janky it is, man. Look, I it does it it doesn't surprise me because I've been I've been peacocking since Peacock peacocked um, because I have Xfinity and and the app is is definitely wonky to use my my hope when this was announced and, and when Ryan and I talked about it, when we, when we did our special pod about the announcement was that they were just going to, you know, click and drag the WWE network and drop it on Peacock. That didn't happen. My hope is, yeah, it's, it's a little weird to use. Um, it is, it's kind of, amu- it's kind of funny to see like WrestleMania season two, episode one <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania two. Um, but like my my hope is that as as time goes on, they will take um, feedback and things from people and and kind of tweak uh, the the layout a little bit. There are three WrestleManias not available 
on Peacock. Oh, okay. Right which now. ones is it? Because there was more earlier. Yeah, there was like six earlier that were not on. So WrestleMania six is not available. WrestleMania twenty eight is not available, and WrestleMania thirty one is not available. I see. It's weird that thirty one wouldn't be. I feel like you would get the get the newer ones out of the way. But um, th- this account and it's uh, th- th- they had tweeted earlier at this morning there was there had been 30 wrestlemanias uploaded 5 6 16 23 28 and 31 um were the ones 28 already that was at six o'clock this morning so so since that post and i just retweeted the thread so if you go to at three count thursday on twitter you'll be able to find the thread of of all the the uploads so according to that post they had uploaded 28 no, and it's gone. Ones they hadn't. That was ones oh, they, they hadn't. hadn't. Yeah, those are ones okay. that that had been missing. So right, they like... they have dropped a few uh, since then uh, as well. So um, I and... just really hope that they like find a way to like make navigation better. I hope like, so too. And and it is it the... is my hope that as as wrestling fans kind of dig it. Like I said, I'm familiar with the interface of Peacock because I've already been using it. It is it is a lot. It is not as clean as the WWE network was. It, yeah, it's just it's 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 confusing. It's weird. It's a little disorganized and I get it. Today's kind of like the big media drop day. They're they're throwing stuff on as it goes. So so yeah, it's my hope that they'll clean it up, tweak it a little bit as, as time goes on. Um and that they they listen to feedback cuz like I mean, if we remember when the WWE network dropped, it was not it was not the easiest uh, to navigate, and and depending what, um, depending what service you know, if you use it on Roku versus a Xbox versus wherever, it was kind of different on all the different platforms. So, uh, and and they adjusted and tweaked it as well. So that that's my hope that over time, uh, Peacock will will tweak theirs as well. That that's would uh, would be very very nice. So again, if you're uh, tuning in with us on the live video, we we appreciate it and. Uh, give us a like and a share. I see uh, Nate uh, jumping in here. He is, of course, the head of our new secondary network, the uh, the Leap Sports uh, Network. So uh, thank you to them for extending the partnership uh, that we've had, and, and, and make sure you check them out. Uh, I will get um, a section to link to them on our website, threecountthursday.com, uh, coming up here uh, in the coming days. Got to make sure I do that. That was one thing I forgot. I put it down on my notes. But um we did have a uh, the three count question of the week this week, and and I and I I think I remember I, I probably saw somebody tweet about it, but I, I thought it was an, an interesting question, and and it kind of compared. We've always kind of heard that WrestleMania compared to the Super Bowl of uh, of professional wrestling. So the the question that kind of came to my mind is like, and I've seen people complain that like, oh, there's only two matches kind of booked so far. Again, we have a pay per view this Sunday. But there, there's only a couple of matches. The build doesn't seem great. After fast lane, you only get a couple of weeks. So they're like the the, the card's not great. Flyers winning three nothing, by the way. Which if if you saw them lose nine nothing yesterday, um, right. we don't have to keep talking about it. <laughs> I do, damn. <laughs> um, but uh, so so like my, the thing that kind of came into my head is like as a sports fan. I'm watching the Super Bowl regardless of who's playing. 
as a hockey fan, I'm watching the Stanley Cup Finals regardless of who's playing. As a wrestling fan, especially the WWE mark that I am, I'm watching WrestleMania no matter what. But like, does does a does the WrestleMania card as we travel the road to WrestleMania, does the WrestleMania card matter to you guys? Or is it or or is WrestleMania does it sell itself? Like, are you like, I know I'm watching WrestleMania. I mean, we're on a wrestling podcast. We all just kind of have to watch. So even, but even, okay. So even before the show, like before we did the show, did, did it Matt Like, were you waiting to see what the main event was going to be? Did whoever won the Royal Rumble to be a part of the main event? Did, did that Matt Like, because back then, because again, right now, I mean, Matt, I know you're an Xfinity subscriber. You, you now have the network for free like I do. So you're probably going to tune in anyway. We have this show. But like back in the days a long, long time ago when we had to spend $45, $50 on WrestleManias, like did it did it matter to you what the card was? Not not for the big four. It, it never really did for those. Um but I mean, I wasn't buying many of the secondary pay-per-views unless they pulled me in with the card. So I think WrestleMania still always had that drawing power of just it's a big enough event and I can get enough people interested in it to split the buy-in with me. It's like if I'm like, hey, do you want to come watch you know WrestleMania this weekend? I can get three or four of my friends to be like, yeah, why not? If I'm like, hey, do you guys want to come watch Great balls of fire, the big excuse me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like what kind Listen of no. tagline? <laughs> right. yeah. the, the movie with Winona Ryder? No, I don't want to come watch that with you. So I think I think the name has always carried enough that I was going to get it just as a fan. But that's only because of the big four. And sometimes even with like a survivor series i might not get that one like rumble SummerSlam, wrestlemania were the three i always got and then it was just kind of a if the card sells me on it beyond that yeah i mean i'm with you like the the, the i i always got those three the survivor series was up in there the other month monthly ones um it depended if uh jerry mcdonald was gonna have a uh, people over at his house or not um, if, uh, if Big Jim had the cherry tea from Turkey Hill. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. At Turkey Hill, we're still coming for you. We're getting our legal team on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, WrestleMania was always kind of that one that even, even I think in the years where I didn't watch wrestling that much, I think I still went to friends' houses to watch it. Um, Mark, does WrestleMania sell itself to you? Did it always sell itself to you? Yep, absolutely. The, uh, I mean, going back to uh, the first WrestleMania that I saw live as it happened on a pay-per-view was WrestleMania 3. And uh, that main event with Hogan and Andre sold me on that. I mean, I went to see it anyway, but um, after that, WrestleMania 4, just because it was WrestleMania, I didn't really care about the, uh, the tournament. I thought that was silly. But I think it's one of those things where uh, a casual wrestling fan may not necessarily buy it. Um, I think they would base that more on the matches than uh, diehard wrestling fans like us. Tim, how about you? 
Um, I feel as though it helps me set my expectations. Like I will buy it, but if the card isn't like catching me, I'm less invested. Like no offense, but this year is shaping up to be a bunch of WrestleMania matches. We've already seen like not at WrestleMania, but like, if the Intercontinental title goes the way it's it's supposed to go, if the U.S. title goes the way it's supposed to go, if Randy Orton pans out the way it's supposed to go, like, WrestleMania is supposed to be a place of, like... The showcase of the Immortals. And also, like, maybe not a culmination, but near the peak of a storyline. And like all these other matches that they've given away on the pan in the pandemic era, like just um, it kind of soured me on what WrestleMania is going to be this year. And and I think that was that was kind of one of the thoughts I had um, a little while back. It, it, it was when when we found out that that WWE was planning on having fans at WrestleMania. Like, my initial thought was like, okay, are they really going to make this thing that big? Or is it just going to feel big because it's at a stadium, it's outside of the Thunderdome, it's not at the PC, it's not at the Capitol Wrestling Center. There's going to be people in the audience, no matter what number it is. I think the estimate now is uh, around 25,000 each night. Um makes me feel a lot better than the the rumor of 45,000 each night. Um so like is it just going to is it like are they selling WrestleMania this year? And I think that's what's happening. I think this year they're selling WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania back in business. Like fans are going to be there. Like you know, I mean Edge winning the Rumble, Bianca winning the Rumble, but like besides that, the, it it hasn't it hasn't I mean we have a, a tag team title match with a guy who's making his WWE debut in uh, in in almost. So, you know, I, I'm like that doesn't that doesn't scream WrestleMania to me. That 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 um, and and like I said, obviously watching either way. Um, but it, it, this year it feels like they're they're it, it's more they're selling WrestleMania because. It's it's back feeling more like WrestleMania as opposed to, um, you know, we're laying out this classic card. Which, yeah, I mean, but you look back at like thirty two, you know, there was a great card, great build, and it fell flat for a lot of people. Thirty one kind of was like, meh, and then you know it it kind of exceeded, um, you know, the build and expectation. So maybe that maybe that's what they're hoping for. Uh, on this one that that you know whatever that that lasting image uh that that it leaves us with is going to um you know it's going to give us uh, scotty here says i don't understand why people would pay the ridiculous price to go to mania this year uh only three matches um he's legit ready for lashley drew edge reigns and bianca Sasha. i mean i think for a lot of people it's it's getting back to a live wrestling show and it's getting back to a feeling of normalcy or, or whatever, or, you know, it's a, uh, kind of a tradition thing. Like, you know, there's, 
uh, friends of the show, uh, the Take Three Wrestling Podcast, that uh, two of the guys have been going to every WrestleMania, I think, since 29. So, like, for some people, it's it's tradition, and they didn't get to do that last year. So, I mean, so, I mean, I wouldn't go this year, but it has, even if I lived in Tampa, and it has nothing to do with the price. <laughs> you know, it has to do with the fact that I'm not getting around 25 to whatever thousand people um whether it's outside or not that that's not on my things to do list in uh in early april 2021 so uh why people are doing it i i I think is just it's just kind of that it's it's they're they're, they they want to be part of um you know what is kind of a a historic wrestlemania um and yeah the as far as i know the raw after mania is going to be back at the thunderdome i don't I, i don't I don't think that it's going to be anywhere with fans. I don't think they're planning on doing it uh, at the stadium. I think it's just going to be back in the Thunderdome, so um, which will kind of feel like a you know a fart in church after after uh, two nights of, uh, of of a big crowd. But uh, you got you kind of got to work with what uh, what the, the situation has given us this year. Did you see the liability waiver and release? No. So, uh, WWE has issued an announcement on the health and safety protocols for attendees and ticket holders. And all attendees going to the event are agreeing to the liability waiver and release and assumption of risk and indemnity agreement. Uh, It has language in it such as, I have voluntarily agreed to attend the event. I understand and expressly acknowledge that attending is potentially dangerous to, among other things, risk of spreading or acquiring COVID-19 or similar infectious disease and other unanticipated and unexpected dangers may arise from my (laughs) attendance at the event. I hereby assume all risk of loss, damage, and or injury, including death, to my person and or property associated with my attendance to the event including whether caused by the negligent acts or omissions of Tampa sport authority, Raymond James stadium and world wrestling entertainment incorporated and each of its parent subsidiary and affiliate companies and each of its officers, directors, shareholders, employees, independent contractors, agents, or representatives collectively the released parties. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. I mean, they're 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 protecting themselves. I mean, I, I would imagine I, I've I haven't seen um what you know if you've if you've bought tickets to football games or baseball games or NHL games or NBA games or anything like that. But I'm sure somewhere along the ticket buying process, there's there's something along those lines as well. Because whether it's you know, Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, whether it's the Philadelphia Flyers slash um, 76ers, whether, you know, wh- whomever it may be, there's there's a degree of protection. Because, I mean, anytime you buy a ticket, there's a, you know, there's you know warning about getting struck by a bat or a puck or a ball or uh, anything like that. So, that you know, you're, you're agreeing, whenever you buy a ticket, you're agreeing to um, basically put your life at risk for any, uh, any number of things. Scotty asks, who is dumber? Dana White, who will have a full house at uh, 261 or Vince? Uh, Dana White. 
because it's down. indoors. It's indoors and it's a full crowd. Like here, at least you're you're kind of in the pod seating situation. Um, you know, like we've seen it at AEW and we've seen it at other events. Like, but now here's the thing: if WWE even did full arena, it's still UFC that's dumber. Yeah, like whether like your thoughts on the coronavirus aside as long as wwe plays by the rules set by the state of florida it's outdoors put as many people as you want in there. wait there's rules in florida <laughs> i mean i don't know if it's i don't know if they're a fully open state uh, yeah, I'm but, not. I don't. They're not Texas. Um, they're they're, not they're Texas. They're not. Uh, what's the other state? Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi's Mississippi. open. Uh, Arizona, I think, is open-ish. Yeah, and but like, if the question is who's dumber, Dana White or anyone, the answer is usually Dana White. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's usually that's usually a fairly safe answer. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, here's the deal, you know, crowds have been, um, similar to this at, at dynamite for months. Um, you know, there, there hasn't really been any reports that I've seen of, of any issues with people getting sick after the fact, um, from being there it's, it's pod seating, it's outdoors. So it's, it's, you know, I mean, do what I feel safe going there right now. No. But, um, you know, it's certainly a lot safer than shoulder to shoulder indoors <laughs> without, without question. So, uh, yeah, Dana White, definitely dumber, uh, on that one. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, I, you know, I think, I think WrestleMania, I think this year, especially, and, and it, it, it's not overly surprising that I, I feel like they are selling mania as mania versus mania, the, the card. Um, just because it's, it's the first time in a year plus that you're going to have a crowd at a, at a WWE show. So, uh, what ridiculous thing will Shane jump off of? If it's not that pirate ship, then why is he even on the, right. Then why are we even here? Why are we even going to do, he's not on the card yet. Well, he's not, but we're, we're, we're hoping, we're hoping that he is. We're hoping we are. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, if he's going to jump off a pirate ship now, did that ask- that match got pulled off a of fast lane, right? Or is it yes. still okay? Thank God. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Jim: um, What opponent could Shane McMahon have and beat that would upset you as much as the time he beat the Miz? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> the the fiend Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Damian Priest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, without a doubt, if he would if he would face and defeat the fiend Bray Wyatt, that would uh, that that would invoke the wrath of the Big Jim. You do know the fiend is dead, right? Well, even, like he got even, set on fire. Even still, he should he should still defeat Shane McMahon. <laughs> a resurrected fiend versus Shane McMahon. Fiend should still win if well, it's connected to the fiend in any way. Hell, even if Alexa Bliss at this point lost to Shane McMahon, I'd be more upset probably. More on that later. <laughs> we, yeah, we will we will get to that um in a little bit. The the but the next item, guys, and this is one because we, we have talked about the, the agreement between Impact Wrestling and AEW for a few weeks, and 
you know, kind of the, the, the question came up when it was first done is like, who, who benefits from this? And, and, and I think we had kind of like said that I think like both sides can kind of benefit from it. I think that like the AEW women's division could, could, um, benefit and, and, and both sides, you know, impact's going to benefit because theoretically there's more eyes that uh, get on the product, but, um, we now know that at, at Impact Rebellion on uh, April the 24th, Rich Swan will def- will uh, take his Impact World Championship against Kenny Omega with his AEW World Championship, and they will go title for title, um, kind of a winner-take-all situation. And the, like, the, the only thought I had when, the, when this match was, was announced is, is there any chance that we get anything but some sort of a draw schmaz whatever you want to call it like do you actually think that either rich swan or kenny omega is going to leave rebellion with both titles and i i I just don't see it happening like i like how would that how would either way benefit anybody like I, i definitely don't see aew doing it the only way that that I think anybody walks out with both would be if Kenny Omega does, and that's what's going to happen. You really think so? Without question. So how? Wh- that's the story. How how has this helped Impact at all? Well, I mean, how doesn't that Im- help Impact? I mean, We're- your your main title is now going to be showcased on another company. Yeah. On television. And. Just simply, Impact is now a name that comes out of the mouth of wrestling fans more often and with more understanding of what is going on. Like, whether or not, like, it's, it's drawing their numbers up or anything like that, it is giving them, like, some sort of notoriety, not notoriety, but kind of name recognition and like eventually it'll go that way but right now the only way this goes is kenny omega wins all the titles i i dare say that this story eventually goes to kenny having both titles and going to japan and challenging for kota ibushi's title really i don't doubt it Wow. Yeah, I mean, we, we have... Especially if we're doing this Forbidden Door thing and we're drawing that line, especially, like, come summertime, if everybody's got the vaccine... Right, I was going to say, I think that the, the, the pandemic's definitely going to dictate back to that. Japan. Yeah, see, yeah. I, to me, I I just see this thing going draw, and maybe that's just my skepticism on the the situation. Um Scotty, you're you're saying Impact is a pay per view night one of Mania. What pay per view? Because this, I mean, I mean, I'm going by the never incorrect um, Wikipedia, but their last pay per view was Hard to Kill in January, and now they have Rebellion. I don't know which. Hardcore Justice is Saturday, April 10th. That seems like a terrible idea. It is exclusive <laughs> to Impact Plus. Okay, so like. The thirty people that now I'm not going to be that mean, but there'd be like thirty, like the thirty people that have taken people. that hard no mania stance are going to 
are going to check that one out live. Here's the ad for it on impactwrestling.com. There is a special breed of athlete, athlete, violent, fearless, extreme risk takers who not only embrace the brutality and threat of physical pain, but also delight in it. As seen on the post-sacrifice edition of Impact, Scott Demore granted the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, his request to book the card for hardcore justice. Prepare yourself for a night of extreme action. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. Do, do we uh, do we have like an actual tagline too? Or is... Yeah, yeah, I got it right here. Boring. <laughs> Wait, what a shame. Um, okay, that's nah, the fail. And I mean, here's the deal: like, their impact fans. What yeah, I I don't see a lot of people watching that live over WrestleMania, but there will be people that'll watch it after the fact. I don't see a lot of Tommy Dreamer fans <laughs> watching that live over WrestleMania. <laughs> um, but Matt, um, your thoughts, yeah, on the the Impact versus AEW championships. Um, I mean it. It's at least it's free publicity for impact. Um, I think that's kind of all they were looking to get out of this. And I think that's serving them well. Um, You know, we said, what does each company benefit with this? AEW gets to get these storylines with, because for all the jokes we make impact does have some talented people on the roster. So absolutely showcasing them against AEW and AEW getting that change of pace is always going to be a good thing for that. Cause I mean, how many times can you watch Cody young bucks, Omega kind of just do their thing. And before you start to want to see something fresh and you know that these feuds aren't going to last. So that's at least a good thing for them. And then impact just kind of gets their name on the mouth of wrestling fans more frequently um they'll get their belt being seen on a a major channel i I couldn't even tell you what channel impact is it still on pop like what Uh, it's on axis now and it's on twitch okay gotcha so i mean i mean that's that's still like kind of a cool and outside the the box method of airing your weekly episodes but um, you know, you at least are getting more eyes on your product now and people will be like, oh, why does he have two belts? Oh, that one's for impact. Maybe they'll check it out. I don't know. I wouldn't, but <laughs> some will. Some will, some won't. Uh, intern Mark. Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, nothing against Rich Swan. He's a very talented wrestler, but. Rich Swan and Kenny Omega wouldn't even be the main event on any TV show, wrestling show. I don't know how that's going to headline a pay-per-view. Uh, but I really like Tim's theory if uh, Omega takes the title and then goes to Japan. That, uh, that'll that really give a rub to uh, to Impact. But, yeah. yeah, I guess in the long run it kind of gives uh, Impact a little bit of a rub that they're looking for. But I just don't see that match been anything but omega winning yeah i mean to me there's definitely there's definitely no chance that rich swan's walking out with both titles like i i still my like my and, and that's not a that's not a slide on rich swan but but i just i i i don't see any chance of that happening i i still again call it skepticism whatever i i still see it kind of going the way of 
uh, of a draw. But if anybody's walking out with both, it is it is one hundred percent Kenny Omega. And and um, but I mean, I'm I'm curious to see you know how how it turns out and and what what the build up to it is like. Um, and and I think you know obviously it's a, just a little over a month away. So uh, as you get closer to it, you know you would think there's going to be more emphasis on 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 cross promoting the, the the two uh shows with each other um i think a little bit more even than they've done um over the last couple of weeks i think around Re- uh, revolution um you know AEW focused on on their stuff primarily which is good but um i think they'll get back to you know a little bit of the cross promotion uh as you head towards uh towards impact rebellion so let's uh let's pause here gentlemen let's uh let's go to the break and on the other side, we will predict Fastlane. We will get to our Pandemic Awards and, of course, the news and rumors. Uh, stick with us, everyone. Three Count Thursday Live. I want to messages. We'll be right back. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LeapSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday, livefacebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to the show on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and more. If you can find a podcast platform that we're not on, let us know and be sure to get up there because we're on pretty much all of them, I believe. And uh, if you're following along with us live, make sure you give it a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Go to threecountthursday.com. For all things Three Count Thursday related, of course, our home network, our secondary network, our merchandise, our 
collar and elbow brand deal and much much more three count thursday uh dot com so uh another week another pay-per-view it seems we've kind of been going somewhat uh rapid succession on these and uh we talked about um the wwe network of course today launching officially on on the uh the peacock streaming service uh this will be the last pay-per-view uh that is on the wwe network as we know it uh in the u.s but it will be on both it is fast lane is this sunday night uh on the uh the wwe network and peacock from the um me thank you uh from the wwe thunderdome uh five matches uh as of now i I don't necessarily expect anything to get added tomorrow uh, on smackdown yes matt has peacock won any awards yet uh not that i'm aware of uh i think tim might be looking up that right now but uh, as far as i know it is not the award-winning peacock uh as as of yet i mean it's still relatively young i mean it only launched uh, last year so there are some time i will i will have to omit that i will have to admit that from my uh from my my posts of course yes the award-winning wwe network um but uh five matches um on the card as of right now um and i mean i know ryan's not uh, ryan's hibernating uh from our from our show and getting ready but i i I sure hope that that alarm clock goes off before uh 7 p.m eastern time this sunday because if he misses fast lane maybe that that's gonna be hard to recover from uh, for good old Ryan. To be tied. <laughs> yeah. He certainly. Twenty one will just be a, already a now for Ryan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he get, he no doubt, no doubt. All right, so let's uh, let's start with it. We will uh, start at the bottom uh, on the uh, Wikipedia card. We have an intergender match: Alexa Bliss versus uh, Randy Orton. Um, I, I'm 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 I I have Alexa winning. Because I, I do think that the reincarnated corpse or the next version of Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend will will return um, for, for this match, during this match. Um, I, I'm curious to see how this is done. Because I don't think it's going to be a traditional wrestling match. I think, I think we're going to see some of the, um, the different elements that we've seen played into the fiend and Alexa and, and Randy Orton's feud, uh, as it goes, I, I think we're going to see a lot of those things, uh, incorporated in this match, but I have Alexa bliss, uh, winning this one. Um, Tim, uh, Alexa bliss better win. I agree. Cause it just, uh, WWE has a tall task in front of them doing something that, uh, we thought they'd never do mm-hmm. with intergender wrestling. Uh, but Randy Orton has been the one person in the WWE that they've kind of trusted to do things with females for 10 years plus now. Yeah. Think of everybody he's RKO'd. Think of everybody he's gotten involved with. Like Randy Orton's that dude. So I, I think this goes Alexa Bliss's way, and I think you're right about The Fiend, too. Just do it! Uh, in turn, Mark. Yeah, I'm uh, going to go with Alexa Bliss. I think we'll see the return of the Fiend. And, uh, yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. So let's do it. Hi, boys. I saw uh, at 90s WWE on Twitter just tweeted, 
Sex is great, but have you ever heard Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme music hit when you weren't expecting it? <laughs> uh, Matt, Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton. Uh, yeah, we'll make it a clean sweep. Um, I think Alexa gets the win because of the return of the Fiend or Bray or some incarnation of such, but doesn't make sense to have Randy just win this definitely Can you uh, throw up black stuff again though um I, I i haven't i haven't seen if papa shango is going to be part of the the show this sunday or not um i mean one would one would certainly uh would certainly hope i mean that's been kind of a, a nice added uh added touch uh to all of this uh devin has bliss winning this one william says rising out of the ashes the new fiend then we go to the singles match uh drew mcintyre versus sheamus um absolutely zero reason why the guy who's going to be facing the WWE champion uh, at WrestleMania should lose. So Drew McIntyre wins here. Uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I would never pick Sheamus to win a match <laughs> anyway, but um, for all the reasons you just stated, it doesn't make sense for way him to line, win. Way out of line. Um, but, you know, we'll set the over under at six for the amount of cultural references they make to <laughs> Ireland slash Scotland. And what a perfect sure. week for it, too. I mean, coming right off St. Paddy's Day. I mean, just it's the perfect timing for, for all the Warriors. The Scottish Warrior, the Celtic Warrior. Golden State Warriors. <laughs> um, maybe they'll announce the Warrior Award during this matchup. Um, intern Mark. Well, here's an interesting fact, and maybe you guys knew this. Uh, Paddy, P-A-D-D-Y, is the shortened version of Patrick. So that would be the correct way if you want to shorten St. Patrick's Day to St. Paddy's Day, not Paddy, P-A-T-T-Y. Yes, it's P-A-D-D-Y is the is the short. Yeah, yes, a lot of people get that wrong. A lot of people. I've got it wrong. I'll be honest with you. I made a mistake. And I'm sorry if that upsets anybody. Wrong, wrong. sir. Wrong. Um. I think in this match, we're going to see, uh, yeah, I got to go with uh, Drew just because I hate Seamus. <laughs> it'd be nice to have uh, Grandpa Joe as a special guest referee. You disrespectful, stupid idiot. Uh, Tim. Um, who cares? <laughs> um, I'm going really to say Seamus. I'm going to say Seamus because if, if anything, I just want, I want Fastlane to be an event of consequence. (laughs) Beep, beep. I want it. I don't want to watch this pay-per-view. And the only thing I get out of it is, oh, uh, well, WrestleMania is in three weeks. So, thing sucks. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. This this show was thrown here to test run a WWE pay per view on the Peacock before we get to WrestleMania. Like, I mean, that's why it's here. Like, there was uh, to me that's the reason why this show got added. Right on the cock. Yep. <laughs> um, then we go to the uh, singles match. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Devin and William both had Drew. Uh, singles match for the Intercontinental title. Big E defending against Apollo Crews. Um, 
mean, I love the new Apollo, but I, I, I still think it's it's Big E's title. I don't think he's going to lose it now. Um, the, the the sad thing, and I know, like you kind of alluded to it, Tim, is like we're probably just going to get a, a redo, maybe, of this at at WrestleMania. Like I, we're going to get lather, rinse, repeat somehow. So, um, but I have Big E retaining, Tim. Um, Big E, uh, to quote a uh, a long time ago quote from a fan about the British Bulldog needing to win whether he wants to or not. Uh, just replace the British Bulldog with Big E here. <laughs> um, if Big E doesn't win, I'm just going to cancel Peacock right out front. I'm just, just gone. not going to do it. Yeah, I'm done. I'll be done. Like Big E's promo on SmackDown this week was amazing. If you didn't watch it, I'll have to go back and check it do out. Do it. Uh, Big E on what Talking am I saying? Smack. They'll, rep- they'll replay it in the video package. Big E on Talking Smack was amazing. You want to see something that gets somebody riled up for next year's WrestleMania? Watch that. Uh, but uh, Biggie, that's yep. Good intern Mark. I think there's going to be a big W for Big E. Big E's going to retain, and I think we will get a rematch of sorts at WrestleMania. Matt. Yeah, it it just doesn't make sense to me to to not have Big E win like i think you know you took him away from new day long enough ago that we need to start seeing that push i think this part of that all right then we go to uh let's jump up the tag team match for the wwe women's tag team titles nia Jax, shana baszler defending against sasha banks and bianca belair uh devin and william both had biggie uh in the last matchup like this isn't what should happen but I feel like it would be a very WWE thing for it to happen. So uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, your WrestleMania opponents three weeks ahead of time will become your new women's tag team champions. <laughs> Matt. Um, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Why not? Um, just to have them lose it, probably like the – raw before mania just to kind of create that turmoil um so yeah sure let's have sasha and, <laughs> and bianco in intern mark um yep 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 i can see that happening <laughs> bianca and sasha taking the tag team titles um i don't know this whole teaming up opponents for a match or for a pay-per-view main event coming up is getting a little old and i think it's been done so many times but I'll go with Sasha and uh, and Bianca taking the titles. Very good, Only Tim. To lose them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Team Shania will retain. Uh, I think Reginald is going to play a big part in this match. Makes sense. Because um, he's kind of playing both sides of the fence. Like he's with Sasha, but he's not with Sasha. But he's with Nia, and Nia's hitting on him, and that's kind of cool. Um, but I think it's going to be team Shania, uh, getting ahead of Sasha and Bianca. Very good. Uh, Devin says team Nia, and he could not give two shits about this match. Uh, (laughs) William says two belt banks. Uh, and then finally we got a singles match, uh, for the universal title, um, either edge or Jey Uso. I think there's a match 
Friday on SmackDown to determine who will be the uh, the special guest enforcer. Uh, but Roman Reigns defending the Universal title against um, Daniel Bryan. It, you know, I feel like we're going lather, rinse, repeat here. And as much as I love Daniel Bryan, um, your your WrestleMania main event will be Roman Reigns defending his title against Edge. Um, I, I, it's, I, I don't think we're going to get a Daniel Bryan edition here um, or, or a twist. I think it's Roman Reigns he's going to retain. Um, Tim. Um, I think Roman Reigns will win here, but not without some chicanery. I think Daniel Bryan finds a way to get himself injected into this main event. Like he got injected into the WrestleMania 30 main event. Okay. Um, where he has to beat somebody at WrestleMania to face what if he's got to beat the Usos Jay Us- Jimmy Uso comes back and it's Jay and Jimmy versus Daniel Bryan two on one. If Daniel Bryan wins, he's involved in the main event uh, for the universal title. Like that's what I, I think that like, that's something that can possibly happen. Reclaim some Yeselmania three magic and like go from there. Like, Yeselmania three. Yeah, I mean it's it's a shame it's not in New Orleans and the giant Dino Bravo symbol is not in the back, but <laughs> um, but maybe it's for the best. But yeah, Roman Reigns will retain, um, but not without some sort of chicanery. Gotcha. Insert Mark. Yep. 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 Same uh, Roman Reigns will retain. Um, I like Daniel Bryan a lot, but I hope I hope he's not injected into the main event at WrestleMania. I think Reigns and Edge uh, can carry itself in the main event. Yeah, I'd uh, like it. I'd like it just Edge. Yeah, just Edge and Reigns, and I think yeah, Bryan would be okay in there, but I'm happy with just Edge and Reigns. Very but good. Reigns is going to retain. Matt, what do you got? Yeah, I think Reigns retains. Um, I wouldn't necessarily mind a triple threat. I just don't think they go that route. I think they probably have something else in mind for Daniel. Um, you know, maybe they'll start the storyline for that um, at Fastlane, but but who knows? But I, I think I think Daniel at this point works better in singles matches. Um, to have him in a triple threat with reigns and edge i don't think he fits that as well as you know an, another triple threat he might be in great all right uh devin says the big dog roman reigns william says roman even though he is tired uh of this gimmick so that uh, of course is fast lane this sunday now gentlemen we move to the reason why we are truly here today it is the 2021 Three Count Thursday Pandemic Awards. Be 100% honest, I stole the idea for the awards from the Take Three Wrestling Podcast, but I did come up with the awards themselves on my own. So the, the concept in and of itself is not my own but I have morphed them into my own. 
Tim, is there a reason you messed up? Oh, you got it. Stupid uh, question. It's, it's Stupid. a black mask affair. It got it. I got you. I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I left I left my fiend, uh, my fiend mask in the truck. I knew the. It's uh, so fancy. I wanted to wear my finest black mask for this. It it looks great, and it looks absolutely great on you. We have ten awards to give away tonight. Uh, we kick this one off with. The best performer of the year, and I call this the Greg Hamilton Award. The best in the world! Uh, So I'll kick this one off. Um, I think the guy that um, became your WWE champion at the start really at you know kind of the the, the start of the the pandemic uh shows um at WrestleMania a year ago and, and kind of carried the title for the majority of the period um and 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 kind of carried the company for a good you know for the majority of this year um a guy that absolutely earned that championship a year ago uh, I'm going to go Drew McIntyre as my performer uh of the year uh Matt we'll go to you uh with this one um, so I am going to choose The Fiend just because of the style of matches that a lot of pay-per-views needed. I don't think they work as well if you don't have a character like The Fiend. So um, I think some of my favorite matches during the pandemic were his. Um, the cinematic matches, I think he just kind of elevated himself to a new level and he died for our sins at the end of it so the fiend most certainly did intern mark oh man performer of the year i really had to think about this but i like uh i'm gonna go with johnny gargano down there in nxt i don't think johnny could have a bad match i think what he's been doing the last few months with uh with the way and uh i i think it's fantastic it's one of the most entertaining things in wwe in my opinion very, I'm going to give it to Johnny. Very nice. Tim. Well, I feel like if you're going to talk about the pandemic and uh, breakout stars, um, I think you're going to have to go with uh, Cody. I, I'm not. There's no way I'm picking Cody Rhodes for this. <laughs> there's no way. Um, but I would say that John Moxley is uh, the performer of the year for the pandemic, the first ever pandemic awards um, for the same reasons as drew. I mean, he was the champion of AEW through the duration had great angles and, and matchups with Kenny Omega and Eddie Kingston and um, even his stuff with Kenta and uh, new Japan. Things were uh, really good for, uh, John Moxley. Very good. Devin has the fiend as the, as his performer of the year. Then we go to the uh the storyline of the year. Tell me about it award. Tell me about it. Stop. Um for me, um it, it's it's one that started of them kind of as a team. Um they split as a team and it culminated with uh a what I thought was a fantastic hell in a cell match, and that is the Sasha Banks and Bailey storyline. I know it's cooled off uh, over the last couple of months, but if, if you look back over the course of um, 
you know, really last summer and, and a lot of it during the um, pre-Thunderdome shows. Um, you know, that, that that was such a huge, uh, huge part of that. And they carried uh, the entertainment, um, you know, at that time, which was even harder before piped in crowd noise and things like that. So to me, it's the Sasha, Sasha Banks and Bailey uh, storyline. So, Tim, we'll go to you on this one. The storyline of the year. Um, For me, I think that it is the Alexa Bliss fiend storyline. Um, with her getting captivated like a moth to a flame to uh, the fiend and the way that she has kind of taken it upon herself to kind of carry the spooky of Bray Wyatt on um, since he has been departed from this world. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I got to give it to the fiend and Alexa. Very good. Intern Mark. I think the uh, 24-7 title with Bad Bunny my favorite story. <laughs> I, uh, I was skeptical. I was skeptical about it, but it's, uh, it's, it's been pretty damn good. I'll, I'll give this uh, celebrity crossover a, a thumbs up for um, sure. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's not terrible. I understand why they have the belt, why they gave it to Bad Bunny. But uh, my storyline, same as you, Jim, is uh, Bailey and Sasha. I mean, that... That's like a classic example of letting story play out over the months, how they used to back in uh, like the 80s and even, I guess, 90s, early 90s. Um, just the uh, eventual split and the matches they've had, I, I think it's been fantastic start to finish. And it's not over yet. It's just kind of cooled off a little. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's one of those ones that uh, you can always get back to. Matt, who is your uh, storyline of the year? For me, it is going to be Roman Reigns with the head of the table storyline. Um, I have wanted to see a heel Roman Reigns for quite some time. I I didn't necessarily buy into the it's my yard now one, but I mean, you, you give me Paul Heyman on the mic with Roman dominating in the ring and, you know, I'll still make fun of the throwing of the towel moment, but I think everything else <laughs> throughout this storyline <laughs> has been pretty on point um it's the roman reigns i think we've been waiting to see since the shield disbanded i think we're finally getting it and it's making him um you know we we were tired of him but now it's he's feeding off of that a lot better than he used to yeah and i think i think that's making the wrestlemania booking that much more interesting because it seemed like an open and shut case the return of edge babyface wrestlemania but i i think we're seeing this transition to where you almost have to book edge as this like angry disgruntled old vet um who's trying to come back and reclaim something because i think when you get to tampa on whether it's night one or night two and it should probably be night two um i i think you're gonna get uh you're not gonna get a uh, negative reaction for roman reigns because i think uh, the crowd there is going is it loving what this Roman Reigns is, so it's it's been interesting to watch that. Uh, Devin says the Edge and Randy Orton uh, storyline from last year. Williams says two candidates, Banks and Bailey, but also Britt Baker uh, and Thunder Rosa. And if you have not watched the main event from AEW Dynamite last night, check that match out. That you know, I I still don't necessarily like the lights out concept 
uh, that AEW does. Um, but Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa absolutely uh, killed in that main event last night. Uh, it It is on my uh, growing list of matches of the year. I thought that it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so make sure you check that out if you have not uh, seen that. We move on to the comedic relief of the year, the Heavy Machinery Memorial Award. Oh, took you. <laughs> Nothing makes a person more happier than a whole lot of meat inside of it. Chat, chat, me, boy. Um, so for me, you know, this is a guy, you know, you, you, I, I think of the, the cinematic match during uh, Halloween Havoc and, and uh, kind of throughout the summer and even now with his, uh, with his stimmy checks and things like that. I have absolutely loved um, everything that they have been doing with Cameron Grimes. Um, you know, with, with NXT definitely being kind of more of a serious wrestling show, um, especially having him kind of break that up um is uh is is really really good uh and i i really do love uh what they've been doing uh with cameron grimes so uh matt who is your comedic relief of the year um i mean i think over the year the the one who's given me the most laughs has been otis um so i'll stick with him just for staying power of all the sound bites that we got from the money in the bank match alone (laughs) um i think deserves that for me uh intern mark oh man i gotta go with uh with our truth um not just this last year but probably even the year before and the year before that and especially that 24 7 title and the the gobbledygook current thanksgiving (laughs) i don't doesn't get any better than that yeah, that's uh, that was a fun little throwback. I know there was like some people that had no clue what the hell that was, and and were not happy that you give a call back. But I think sometimes it's good to reward your audience who's been with you for uh, decades and decades. Tim, comic comedic relief of the year. So I'm going to go off the beaten path, and I'm going to pick uh, the team of uh, Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Ever rise? Okay. Uh, if you are not following them on social media, do yourself a favor and do it. Uh, every Saturday morning, I believe it is, uh, they do a eight to 10 minute talk show called Ever Rise Live. Okay. And they are absolutely hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm a little biased towards... Uh, the team of ever rise with my uh, previous history as a Chikara fan with uh, them being the team of 3.0, but they are absolutely hilarious. Ever rise live chase Parker, Matt Martell ever rise. I very good. Uh, Devin and uh, William both uh, have our truth as your uh, comic relief uh, of the year. The next one, the next award we go to is the most forgotten slash most misused superstar of the year the who the hell is this award who the hell is this um and for me it, it kind of came down to two um the other one um on this one i will uh, i will give uh later on <laughs> lee has uh nia Jax's hole as uh, the comic relief ah! My hole! um but uh 
for me, it's it's Alistair Black. Um, you know, early on in the pandemic, you know, we saw him working uh, with Kevin Owens a bit, and uh, then he got his eye plucked out by Seth Rollins, and I don't think he's really been seen um, seen from since. And it's a shame the the guy is um, unbelievably talented. We saw um, the heights that he can go to in NXT, and uh, just they've never uh, really gotten him right here. And we'll see where, um, you know, I think, unfortunately, we're going to kind of see him finish out his contract uh, from from the sidelines and uh, hopefully land somewhere else. But to me, the most forgotten, most misused is uh, is Alistair Black. Tim. Um, I am going to go with the entire AEW women's division. Up until like the last month. Where have they been? What have they been doing? They have a title. They do. But what? <laughs> like, so uh, here's hoping that come the second annual Pandemic Awards, which should also be the last annual Pandemic Awards. Hopefully. I'm like, I'm even like borderline hoping that it's like half Pandemic, half post Demi Awards. <laughs> <laughs> by the time um, we get to next year right um but um it has to be the AEW women's division for me can't disagree can't disagree uh intern mark well my first thought was big show but now he signed with AEW so <laughs> I, I took him off no more this. bs no more bs no, no more bs <laughs> And we don't have to worry about him coming out and ruining any WrestleMania moments this year either. Well, that's so, true. For that, for that, I'm grateful. Um, I got to go with uh, Miro and uh, or Rusev, if you will. I think uh, I think he's been misused, and I understand it's a it's a funny uh, ha ha gimmick kind of thing. But boy, he just did not have the impact that I thought he would in AEW, at least not yet. So I'm going to say he's the most misused. I, uh, I did chuckle. There was a line last night when he was, uh, talking to, to, to Kip Sabian backstage. He said, the, the worst thing you can do is bring your wife to ringside. <laughs> uh, so that, that, uh, that, that made me chuckle a little bit, but, uh, again, can't disagree with you there, Mark, Matt, who do you got most misused or forgotten? Yeah, I mean, it was between two for me as well, and you stated the one I was leaning towards, Jim. So I'll just give the shout-out to Ricochet um, just because he has, I mean, not been really used at all since he kicked Lesnar in the dick at the Royal Rumble, right? I mean, what what have we really seen from Ricochet? So that would be my choice. Very nice. William uh, has Dolph. Um Devin says Murphy, uh, as well as his uh, his most forgotten, most misused. He's there with that Mysterio storyline and then poof, disappeared. So um, the next one we go to is the best use of their building, the Explore the Space Award. I mean, really? Yeah. Explore the space. Um, to me, this, you know, because I, I didn't, I didn't want to award... I tried not to award uh, multiple awards to, to the same people or persons. And to me, this is where I, I gave The Fiend slash Alexa Bliss slash Randy Orton. I, I, I think the, the way that they've incorporated, you know, the backstage interview space, the Thunderdome, using 
you know, the 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 things you can do in the Thunderdome, um, since you don't have a live audience there, the way they've incorporated elements of that. I mean, they lit a guy on complete fire, for God's sakes. Um, and uh, so I, I think everything I've loved what they've been doing throughout this storyline, um, and I hope it continues uh, this Sunday um, at Fastlane. So absolutely, The Fiend, Alexa Bliss, and Randy Orton. Uh, Matt, best use of their building. Alexis. Um, I got to change I'm her guess. name. I really do. It's tough to uh, it's tough to top that one. I guess the only one I would say would be the Undertaker with the Boneyard match, um, just because of the way that went out. Um, given the circumstances, given you know the documentary coming out, what we always thought would be something that we would see in front of a live crowd, just making that match as memorable as they did for what is seemingly the last Undertaker one, that would be my my choice. Very good intern, Mark. Well, I'm going to go with uh, that AEW, Bailey's Place, the arena there when they had that, uh, what was that? I forget the name of the match they had out of the football field. Uh, Stadium Stampede. That's what it was, the Stadium Stampede. I think the, uh, I, I really like the uh, the outdoor kind of effect. Um, I'm getting really tired of Thunderdome. I mean, I totally get it, and I understand that yeah, it's better than not having anybody in there, like as far as uh, even the video screens, but I'm ready for that to be over. It's nice to see live people. Yeah, so, I, I, I still kind of wish that they would do a little bit more like the NBA kind of had the same backdrop for everybody in the crowd, where like WWE, it's just this mixed bag, and I think it – it does make it a little bit rougher on the eyes, um, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, Tim. Um, do we forget that WWE held money in the bank at Titan Tower? Uh, I mean, I didn't I forget did. that. <laughs> um, that is absolutely the best use of space during the pandemic. Uh, that While that Kobe. money in the bank was not as good as other money in the banks the runaround throughout the entire titan tower seeing different things the 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 cameos from vince and from bruce pritchard's son and brother love brother love seeing dudes get thrown off the top of the (laughs) of titan tower um we get the birth of otis and uh just so many other cool things. Um, I'm going to give tomato chips money in the bank, 2020 uh, and all of those involved. The uh, explore the space award. Very good. Uh, Devin has uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens for uh, explore the space. A good That's one. A good number two. That is, That's that a is a good one as well. That, um, that, that, that match uh, was, was solid. Uh, then we go to the, uh, champion of the year, the I Love Gold Award. I love gold. Um, to me, this one is the head of the table, and I, I understand he he only had it, uh, you know, for 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 kind of half uh, of the time. But the 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 way that Roman Reigns returned, won the title, and and has carried um, the title since then. Um, just when when I think about this this year and, and this period of time 
to me, he's he's been the best champion uh, of this era. Uh, Tim. Um. Um, I think I'm going to double down and go with John Moxley. Okay. Again, um, for AEW. Um, when AEW needed a recognizable name that wasn't stale as champion, John really fit the bill. Oh. Uh, intern Mark. I got to. I'm going to go with you, Jim. I was thinking Roman Reigns for sure. Uh, the whole head to table thing, I really, really am enjoying that. So I got to go with Roman. Very good. Matt, how about you? Um, yeah, as much as I'd want to give it to someone from NXT or something, I, I think, you know, with that being the storyline of the year that, that did it the most for me, I, I think that, that that was the best use of the title. Um, I mean, having the title and falling in to represent that title is is a, just a huge win. So, I'll uh, I'll double dip and give Roman Reigns another one here. Very good. Uh, Devin had uh, Drew McIntyre as his champion of the year. Then we go to the superstar who would have been better served on another brand or show or company. The you don't even go here award. You don't even go here. Um, this, this was the other half of my, who the hell is this award? Um, and that is Andrade. Um, obviously we know, uh, that he is asked for his release. We know it's been denied by the WWE at this point. Um, and this, this is a bummer, man, because, you know, we kind of saw some of that potential, uh, obviously in NXT and then even, uh, as the United States champion in, in WWE. And it felt like ever since Paul Heyman, was no longer the head of creative of, of Monday Night Raw, uh, and then Zelina Vega um, leaving the WWE. Uh, it's it's uh, it's just it, this is a huge miss. Uh, Andrade is super talented. I wish he would have gotten his release. Um, I get why WWE said no because you don't want a talent like that to go somewhere else uh, while he's theoretically still on your dime. But uh, you know, I want to see this guy work because he's ju- he's just too damn good. He's absolutely too damn good. Matt. Um, I will use the other half of my who the hell is this and go with Alistair Black here. I think there is a number, there are a number of storylines where he would have been a perfect fit over an AEW. Um, I feel like his style of wrestling, his his look is just has AEW written all over it too. So I think that he would be a fantastic person for them to have on their roster. Uh, in turn, Mark. Well, you guys took uh, the two I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Nakamura. Uh, Shinsuke, he, uh, he was tag team champion at some point in the last 12 months or so. But other than that, boy, I just uh, feel like he's been misused. I think I could really see him in any of the uh, any world title hunt. It just hasn't happened. So, no doubt. Shinsuke. Uh, Tim. I'm going to go with Mickey James. Okay. Uh, someone who has just been in the wings doing absolutely nothing but collecting a paycheck as, uh, as big show like to say, or excuse me, Paul white likes to say uh, <laughs> she's out in shady acres right now. <laughs> um, 
and she deserves better than that. And her going to AEW right now would be a masterful, uh, a masterful job. Yeah. Um, another, another one that, that just deserves better. Absolutely. Uh, Lee has ricochet. Devin agrees with me with Andrade and, uh, William says, uh, Andrade, uh, as well. So then we go to the, uh, tag team partner that was left behind, uh, or should it be left behind the Marty Janetti award? I just knew he was going to do that. He don't need Janetti. I told you that. What a despicable act that was right through the glass window. Oh god damn it! It re it reset on me. I just we'll hit knew it again. He was gonna do that. He don't need Janetti. I told you that. What a despicable act that was! Right through the glass window of the barber shop. Janetti tried to dive through the window to escape. Did you see that? Are you blind? <laughs> um, this one for me, and and I mean, I I was fine with the partnership at first, um, but the the more it's kind of played on. Uh, I, I just, I want, I want better for Shayna Baszler. Um, so Nia Jax should be left behind from this partnership. Um, give me an ass kicking Shayna Baszler, uh, out in, uh, in, in singles competition. Uh, that is what I want. Uh, Tim, we'll go to you. Um, I am going to go with. Uh, Mustafa Ali mm. leaving retribution behind. I like that. Um, I think that he could be better served doing the retribution thing by himself than to be saddled with uh, T Mac Slapdick and. and um recognizance and <laughs> um what's the other person um mace windu mace windu <laughs> um yeah i think mustafa ali would absolutely just crush it by himself um away from retribution i agree uh in turn mark well this is a tough one um let's see I was kind of leaning towards uh, John Morrison leaving the Miz, even though I do enjoy the two of them. Morrison, uh, well, Miz kind of did go on his own to win the world title. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with Morrison. I think Morrison has a lot more potential. Well, I know he does for sure. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I'll Morrison it. Matt, who do you got? Marty Jannetty Award. Um, I mean, I think at this point we already kind of saw them start to to separate this team. So let's just make it all a singles run and let's get Kofi uh, out of the new day and just be done with the new day at this point. Um, you know, I, I love the new day. I loved what it was. I loved what they made it. But um, wow, that was that was what five six years ago. Like at, at this point. Um, I don't see them getting a long tag run again. It wouldn't make sense. So let's get them both on the singles cards and, and let's see what they can do on their own again. Dang. Did not so, did not see uh, a new day coming. 
The New Day debuted July 21st, 2014. Wow. So almost seven seven years. years. Jesus. I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't think it was that long, but damn. Um, Devin has uh, Morrison. William uh, gives this one to Heavy Machinery. And Lee's is Chris Jericho. Um, we we kind of thought we may have been getting that, but they uh they went they went another way on that one. So, um, then we go to the only in a pandemic award. Tim, I know you'll appreciate this category. It is the Jeremy Baramy Award. Occasionally, that moment on the Baramy timeline is the time moment when nothing never occurs. So you get it. This broke me. Uh, the dot over the eye that broke me. I'm. I'm done. <laughs> um, I, I watched like the first couple of, of episodes of The Good Place. It just didn't connect with me. Um, so good. But uh, keep watching. Maybe all right. Keep all going. right. I'll have to. I'll have to dig back into it. So I'll... you have to. I hate shows where you're like you have to watch the first season, or like there's a long buildup. But once you get the season one finale. Everything makes sense, and okay. then you're in. You're locked in. All right, I can I can dig back into that one. It's it's, it's, it's short like enough episodes. Like if you can get through season one of Parks and Rec, then you will be rewarded with such a good TV show. Except like season one of Parks and Rec just isn't funny, really. Like right, they they don't have like like Ron Swanson isn't that cool. Um. Andy isn't what he is. Right. It's like they really don't catch their stride until season two. But for good, the good place, what you get in season one just gets amplified as the show goes on. And you really get like, you really get a grasp of the six major characters (laughs) with Janet and Michael and Chidi and Jason and Eleanor and, Tahani. All right, I'll have to uh, I'll have to try to dig back into it. But uh, my only in a pandemic award, and this ties to your use of the space award, Tim, and I think some of our other ones. But Otis is Money in the Bank winner. Um, you know, he was comic relief, and you know, he kind of brought the funny and and it the nature of the the Money in the Bank uh, last year lended itself to him being the Money in the Bank winner. Um, Obviously, it, 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 there was not the payoff uh, with it. It kind of cooled off a bit. But uh, Otis has money in the bank. We 100% do not get that uh, without a um, without a pandemic. Um, Tim, I think we go to you now on this one. Sure. Um, and I'm going to go with a, a stark reminder that we lit a dude on fire <laughs> this year. Like, for real. <laughs> like not even talking about the ball of fire that was in the middle of the ring. Bray Wyatt was on fire before that with the claw on. So we set a person on fire in 2020. Um, Only in the pandemic <laughs> would we actually like, Full body a storyline where a person is engulfed <laughs> in flames and is declared by some legally did. He did. 
He he did. He did. He did. Um, that's that's certainly fair. Uh, it's turn, Mark. Well, I don't think in a, a pandemic that we would have gotten the uh, the heel Roman Reigns head of the table that we have. I think he still would have been pushed as the the baby face, even though he would have been booed heavily. And I don't think the Paul Heyman pairing would have happened. So, and I'm happy all that did happen. Not that we have a pandemic. Sure, sure. Thank God for this pandemic. It paid off in a wrestling storyline. Hashtag worth it. It got me out of jury duty too, so I was happy about (laughs) that. But now you know, five hundred and thirty-two thousand is just a small price to pay to sit at the end of the table. The head of the table, and I don't have jury duty. That's it. (laughs) I mean. That's awful. It's not funny. If I had to do it again, I no, I would absolutely not do it. Matt, um, for me, and I I mentioned earlier, um, you know, Fiend being the superstar of the year for me, wrestler of the year for me. I don't think we get uh, the Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena if not for the pandemic, and that being one of my favorite matches of the pandemic. What a shame it would have been if we hadn't gotten that one. So, um, I mean, the other cinematic matches, they they can probably still make sense with them with, but the the cutaways, the build-up to everything, like you can't do a lot of the build-up to the Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena if there's a live audience. Yeah, because, I mean, even if we've done, you know, cinematic-type things, the, the payoff always comes back to the live arena, you know, so that those things were able to happen in their own, uh, in their own world. Uh, Devin has Otis as, as money in the bank as his, and then our final of the 2021 pandemic awards. It is the worst moment of the year. This is the Shockmaster award. He is none other than the shock. Master. They call me the Shockmaster. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't want to go low hanging fruit on this one in something we talked about like a week or two ago. Um, so I, I went with the one that if you, if you, if you get a mental image of the moment, it is without a doubt the worst thing. And that is Ric Flair's love affair with Lacey Evans. <laughs> Cause if you get that mental picture. That is that is awful. It is not okay, and it is very bad. Uh, so that is my Shockmaster Award. Uh, t- uh, Matt? Uh, for me, and while I did say the head of the table is my favorite storyline, the throwing of the towel still stands out to me as the <laughs> dumbest thing that we saw in the pandemic, aside from the, the thing that happened a couple weeks ago. Right, <laughs> come on, Ooze. Don't do it, Ooze. Uh, uh, it's her mark. Man, I guess I was going for the low hanging fruit because that's the first thing when I saw this question that came to my mind. I don't know if there's been anything worse. Well, anything I wouldn't say worse, but anything that was as disappointing as the uh. As the ring and exploding and imploding and <laughs> that never happened with the, it was just, it was bad. I was real Snakes bad. and sparklers are the only ones I like. 
Yeah, it yeah. was it was bad. Uh Tim. Is, yeah. Tim, your worst moment of the year. I'm gonna take you guys in a trip on a trip down Ooh. memory lane to uh let me get the exact date. July nineteenth, <laughs> twenty twenty. <laughs> At an event in which someone had their eye poked out (laughs) and we had a Wyatt Swamp fight, whatever the hell that is, (laughs) I'm going with the horror show at Extreme Rules. The whole thing. The whole thing sucked, (laughs) Gene Gene. I thing sucks. I can explode uh, or explode. <laughs> I can excuse Puff the Magic Dragon at the end of Revolution. I can excuse the throwing of the towel. Bruh. <laughs> Rey Mysterio's gumball eye came. A fishing oh, lore. I thought it was a fishing out. lore. I mean, they just handed it to Dominic and was like, chew. <laughs> like, it was bubblegum. Do yourself a favor, Peacock. Leave this one off. <laughs> just just forget to, to transfer over the horror show. Just copy over any other Extreme Rules pay-per-view. <laughs> just in its place. Gosh, Boy. let me even try to find one that might even be like... Oh, well, there's one with the Hardy Boys on it. 2016. There we go. Just just put that oh, in. Oh, that was a really nice. That was actually I was at that extreme <laughs> crap. That was the one at uh that was the one at the um Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore. Ooh, well, that should have been called the hard show. But that was Alexa Bliss versus Bailey in a kendo stick on a pole match. Oh, if you remember how horrible that Jesus. was. Jesus. Maybe they should just do away with Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Maybe they should do that. Um, yeah, they, they've been bad. Put Elimination Chamber in the place of Extreme Rules. There you go. And just do Fastlane and Roadblock <laughs> on the Roadblock. way to WrestleMania. Um, well, the Great Balls of Fire is still lingering out there. Um, I'm fine with that. Devin has uh, the ending to AEW Revolution. Um, and uh, yeah, William agrees the whole Extreme uh, rules pay-per-view suck to no end what the hell was Vince thinking uh, on this one it probably just got hot I mean they're in that warehouse in Florida probably no AC in the uh, in the PC down there so maybe he just he, he just got overheated he's an old guy um, but those were the three count Thursday 2021 pandemic awards Hopefully by next year it'll be the the pan and post Demi Awards. Mark, what are you? Is that is that a magnificent beast right there? There he is. Oh my goodness! It's Look Kirby. At the magnificent fluffy dog came up to see me. Oh my gosh, he is a he is a magnificent creature. What a unit! Oh my gosh, Look what a what what an animal! Um, the ratings are going through the roof now. <laughs> they uh, they certainly are. Uh, let's go now, guys, to the uh, the news and rumors. Then we'll close up and get out of here. Of course, 
uh, today. We talked about it a little bit earlier. The WWE Network officially launched uh, as part of the Peacock streaming service. Uh, the first, along with the launch, the first classic content edition uh, to the network today. A, uh, Ten episodes of WCW Saturday Night from 1993. Um, so we'll have to, you know, I think there'll be accounts that'll keep eye on if, if there'll be uh, classic content dumps on Thursday as well. Um, as uh, Mondays typically has been. Um, A best-of compilation for Stone Cold Steve Austin will be added this Saturday on the network. His Broken Skull Sessions with Randy Orton will be added uh, this Sunday, and I think it's supposed to air after Fastlane. Um, And then, of course, the Fastlane kickoff show this Sunday uh, and Fastlane at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, Some key dates in regards to the network rollout on Peacock. Um, the, uh, The library has being added uh, piece by piece by piece uh, as we've seen throughout the day. Um, but uh, the entire library will not be available for viewing until sometime uh, this summer. Um, of course, today was the the, the launch. Uh, this Sunday, Fastlane. Uh, Sunday, April the 4th, the WWE Network um, for users in the United States will, uh, will close its doors, making Peacock the exclusive home. Uh, for the WWE Network content in the U.S., if you live outside the U.S., uh, your uh, your network um, will uh, will not change in any fashion. And of course, Saturday, April tenth, Sunday, April the eleventh, WrestleMania thirty seven will stream exclusively on Peacock in the United States. Um, WWE Hall of Fame, of course, earlier uh, was announced. Eric Bischoff is uh, the newest inductee to this year's class, but. Um, previously we kind of thought this is going to be a taped show. It is now being reported that the, uh, the ceremony will air live from the WWE Thunderdome. PW Insider reports that it will air live on the network in Peacock. Uh, some speculation, um, that, uh, that they'll have fans attending virtually, uh, but for the inductees and I think, uh, a, a limited number of guests, probably family and close friends, uh, will be in uh, in attendance there, but like I said, we will uh, we will probably be live uh, on Hall of Fame night. So you guys uh, plan accordingly. Come here, watch that uh, on demand. Uh, AEW Revolution last Sunday's uh, show uh, likely to break AEW's pay per view record by bringing in uh, approximately one hundred twenty five thousand uh, buys worldwide. Uh, this is from uh, WrestleNomics. Uh, this would uh, include both traditional and digital. Uh, platforms. It w- it's the best showing for a non-WWE pay-per-view uh, since 1999. Uh, the previous AEW pay-per-view record was 105,000 from last year's Double or Nothing. Uh, their lowest um, actually was uh, the all-in, the pre actual pre-AEW all-in, which is at 45,000. So uh, obviously we've seen the growth over the last uh, couple of years. Um, WrestleNomics also reporting that uh, between pay-per-view buys, ticket, and merchandise sales, uh, AEW grossing just over $5 million for the show um, and uh, expected to net around uh, $2.4 million after splitting revenues with domestic and international broadcast partners. Production of the show estimated under a million, uh, so the company will make a profit uh, on AEW uh, Revolution. And then finally, you know, we, we jokingly, of course, uh, referred to our some our happiness about some things that the pandemic uh, gave us uh, that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. 
this is something I think we can be happy that the pandemic took away from us. Tyson Fury, uh, in an interview with Behind the Gloves, he revealed uh, plans that uh, WWE plans that were canceled uh, due to the pandemic. He was supposed to go to SummerSlam last year, was supposed to be wrestle at WrestleMania last year, and he was also supposed to uh, uh, wrestle Drew McIntyre in a pay-per-view event in the UK, but none of that happened uh, due to COVID. So, hey, it all balances out, right? <laughs> Um, but those are the uh, news and rumors uh, for this week. Um, if you guys have, do you guys have anything else uh, to add? Otherwise, we are going to uh, we're going to close this thing out. All good. All right, let's uh, let's do this thing. Matt, we'll start with you uh, with the plugs. Uh, start with the woman of the week and anything else you want to add. Yep. Make sure you are following the Three Counts Thursday Instagram page. That is at Three Count Thursday this week. It is Kaya McKenna, our woman of the week. So give her a follow. Um, follow everyone that we feature. They're all awesome people. So um, the four pictures that we put up is just kind of a glimpse at the awesome shots that they're consistently posting. So make sure you're giving them likes, follows, subscriptions, whatever on Instagram. You can follow me on uh, Twitter. It's at 3CT Affiliate. You can hear me every other Wednesday on the WizWit podcast where myself and Ant talk all things Philly sports. That will be back next Wednesday. Um, that's on Twitch. You can follow the podcast at WizWit on Twitter. Very good. Intern Mark, got anything? Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, boys. Uh, let me think here. Um, folks, please, uh, let's eat all email Hershey Park and corporate office. Let them know how... <laughs> How upset we are about these hours. Maybe we can volunteer to work here. Something's got to be done. Please. If we all bond together here, we form, if we go there to strengthen numbers, we got to do something. We can't have this going on two years in a row. Nonsense. Please. Nonsense. It's nonsense. We'll, uh, Only you. We'll get, we'll get to work on that as well as uh, hopefully getting cherry tea back from uh, Turkey Hill. We have a lot of irons in the fire here at Three Count Thursday. Tim, got anything? I do, I do. Uh, of course, as always, not the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care. Uh, if you're on TikTok, send me TikToks. I don't necessarily TikTok, but I uh, I don't talk, but I watch the ticks. Um, you can catch me if you enjoy what I do here, uh-huh. wrestling-wise. Uh, you can catch me at weekly um, on Final Wrestling Place at Final Place Pod on Twitter, um, where myself and my best friend Marcus break down uh, the who's its and the what's its in the world of professional wrestling and put them into the good place or the bad place. We are in the midst of Mania Madness. Go to Twitter, twitter.com slash Final Place Pod, and vote on who oh, should win both the good place and bad place side of the WrestleMania celebrity bracket. Uh, Our final four for the good place side of celebrities is Iron Mike Tyson, Bob Uecker, uh, Pete Rose, and Floyd Money Mayweather. And the bad place side is Kim Kardashian, the Bud Light Catfight Girls. Not, is it? It's Miller Light. Miller Light. Miller Light. Not Bud Light. It's the Miller Light Catfight Girls. Bud Light had the twins. That's right. Uh, Nick Totoro and Jennifer Flowers. So go to no twitter.com slash final place pod to place your votes. 
Uh, polls should close Saturday. Uh, so you've got time. Um, we also do a live reaction podcast for every AEW, WWE, and NXT pay-per-view. We'll be doing that a lot in the next coming weeks. Um, viewers choice <laughs> at BC on North South. Should be a good time had by all. I'm also going to be a guest on the A show, uh, which is the, the A show at CKCC on Twitter. I partook in a WWE 1995 draft. Oh, so we drafted the year 1995 and we had to make a card based on what we drafted. Uh, and that should come out this Monday as well. I'll be sure to post it on my socials uh, when it drops. So as always, big shout out to you boys. I love seeing you guys every week and uh, each and every one of you at home listening, whether you're with us live or you're on your pod catcher of choice. Um, we thank you guys for being here. Yeah, 100%. You can, uh, of course, catch me at Big Jim Sports. Um, you can check out my sports podcast at Huddle Up Podcast, but make sure you're just following along uh, with the show at 3Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go to 3CountThursday.com, of course. Uh, check out our merchandise, uh, our Patreon page, and everything else. All the links are there. Check out our home network at NGSCSports.com. That is a place you can find all things sports. And also our secondary network, LeibSports.com, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com for sports and music coverage. Uh, until next week, guys, uh, stay safe, stay smart. Still keep doing the mask thing and be responsible. Uh, we're going to keep getting through this. But uh, until then, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?